Blog Talk Radio. Mozart, 
The love received so far has been so hard. There's a few dudes to run, but they medulla, they sharp, man, they so soft. Don't be thrown off, they need so long. Avoid them at all costs, like raccoons or skunks. But back to the regular scheduled program. The program is sponsored by Seven Heaven. What else in hell can you get an open line to heaven at 11-11? Emerge at the other end of those meditation portals and elevated walk tools. Even some abort tools. Any questions, comments, or concerns, press one. To everyone else, thanks for attending another session. I'm pleased to teach, but it's an honor to learn. Certainly, courtesy of KTL University. Oh, please don't be frightened. I'm terribly sorry about this. You are.
First and foremost, I want to say love and light to the family, peace to everybody in the building. Um, the chat room is open. If, if, if anybody wants to go to the chat room, um, welcome to Know the Ledge. All of my first-time listeners, peace was good. Uh, yeah, you are definitely in for a treat tonight. We are going to have a very, very, very powerful episode. It always does. It always is always a joy for me to have the, our brother on the show, the general. All right, our brother, the five-star general, Sarasu Seti. All right, he's in. He's going to be in the building tonight to deliver what is being uh, touted the War Report 2016. And for everybody on the call, if everybody that hears this in the archives, you already know what it is. You know what I'm saying? You know that the family, uh, ever since the uh, fiscal year started January 1st, there's been a whole lot of things going on, a whole bunch of things popping up, and damn sure a whole bunch of things that um, are promising to pop up very much in the future, uh, very much uh, later on down the line in the future. So this is definitely looking like it's going to be a very interesting, intricate year for the people so it's only right that we got our brother. It's only right that we get the general to come through and give us the war report. So um, that's what's going to be happening, all right? Uh, as I wait for my brother to call in, let me see. Is there anybody that wants to call in and chop it up real quick while we give our brother a minute to uh, make that call? All right? Okay, no problem. I think this is our brother Herb in the house. Is this Herb in the house? Two five six. Your brother heard, like 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 I heard what you said. You already know the word, King. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I got your number you know, already programmed. Was good with you, yeah, brother. How's everything? Man, I had to call in support. I want to tell you, man, and and Blue, brother Red, to keep up the good work. You know, it's time for us to come out about this water thing. And um, you know, honestly, bro, I, big bro, I feel like. You know, um, our major, you know, black areas is next. And, you know, and I really didn't get it at first, and they wanted to call the brother pseudo this and pseudo that. But Elder Gregory had really brought this out on, on, on your brother Rich channel. You know what I'm saying? Um, he kind of mm-hmm. hinted on it. And uh, and not only that, you know, I got to give honor where honor's due. Mama Peel, uh, KT the Arch Gree, salute to him, salute to Minister Inky, and you, you and Brother Blue. Y'all been talking about this instead of telling the family, like, you know, it's time, you know, y'all need to get your health right, you know, drink this, drink. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So it just goes to show well, that. I was going to say no, no, that uh, no. being that you. Oh, hold mm-hmm. on, brother. Being that you okay. mentioned the, uh, the water, our co-host popped up. So I'm going to go ahead and open up the line to Mr. Ocean. 14 himself, our brother Blue Pill, Water Man. Peace. Okay. Yes, indeed. Peace, family. Peace to you and yours. Brother Blue Pill reporting live and direct. What's good with the family? All right. Yes, indeed. The what family up? is in the building. Uh, I'm here with brother, Her- brother Herb on the line. Say what's up to Herb. Brother Herb. What's good, my brother Herb? How are you, man? I've been following you uh, on my side of the TV. You've been co hosting yeah. over there. I see you. Man, I had to go in, man, on the lanes, man, to come at my big bros, man. You know, I, I we, see we you. This, you know, <laughs> yeah, I seen a different like, side man, of her, nah. you know. You 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 the guardian of the galaxy. You show up hey, when man. you need it and shut them down. 
Hey, I, I appreciate the love on that. Yeah, I, I, I had to, man. So I was like, you know, I just got tired of it, man. You know, them coming in want to try to, you know, bully. But I was just giving, you know, you props and and uh, and uh, Rail just like, man, he he shot it, he shot at you into, you know, he shot at you into, uh, uh, which are you saying, Red? <laughs> no, you were you brought up you brought up the fact that we've been um, talking about water for a long time. I also want to mention that I was just watching a video. Our brother Sarah Suenseti, two years ago or in a year ago as well, he rang the alarm about the water crisis and the importance of the Great Lakes region and what they were doing. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, but I, it's just been the conversation that we've had since last year, the end of last year, about Detroit specifically. And then you could just say Michigan as a whole. But uh, we've been ringing that alarm about the power and the promise and the potential that our brothers and sisters in that uh, Detroit region are um, definitely representing, and to see the um, conglomerate of different activism, activism groups, individuals, and also organizations organizing and coming together to deal with Flint, not waiting for Europeans or Red Cross to do it for them, I got to salute and honor them for that. You know what I mean? It's a beautiful thing to see. And um, the lecture we did called Revive Detroit, you're seeing the revival take place in front of you right now. That's right. So, Herb, Herb, what we're going to do is I'm going to put your phone on mute because I believe we're going to get into the show right now. All right? But we're going to open you up when it comes time uh, for the callers so we can get your introspection on the show. Okay. That's the show. Thanks, big bro. Yes, sir. All right? Yes, people, family. Yeah. Yeah, before we get into the show tonight, give me an update. All right. I need an update about what's going on on the ground out there in Harlem. I was able to see um, a few minutes of it. I am located. I'm presently present at the weigh-in between Brother Polite and Rabbi Harry Rosenberg. Um, fireworks going off over here. You know what I'm saying? It's very interesting. I would uh, advise the family to catch the replay, the live stream when they get a chance. I can't summarize everything right now, but, you know, Brother Polite going in, so I'm saying no there's definitely going to be something that we are, are going to be able to look forward to. But yeah, right, shout so we... out, shout out to uh, Sarnetta TV, Underground Railroad, um, yeah, and everybody that's involved with this production. No All doubt. Right. So this is what we're gonna do. We got our, we have our host in the building. We're not gonna waste any time tonight. I know a lot of people got things to do. So we're going to jump right into the program. So um, if you want to, you can put your phone on mute. I know that you are doing two things at once, but, yeah. you know, you do that. So, you know, I'm sure that's yeah. not a, a heavy Shout out to KT the Arc Degree. He should be coming through as well. Yes, shout out to KT the Arc Degree, who is on just the getting ground. Back from, and, yeah, just getting yeah, back just from getting Flint. back from Michigan. Facts. All right, so let's do this. Let's read the description and bring in our host for the night, or our guest for the night. No, KTL Radio presents Sarasu and Seti, The War Report 2016. No, the Radio presents the General Sarasu and Seti, The War Report 2016. We will discuss in detail the multiple issues concerning black America and the challenges it faces as a race, a culture, and a movement. We will also go into detail about his upcoming appearance 
in the county in the Kings County, Brooklyn, New York this weekend. Tune in and tell a friend to tell a friend without any further ado. Call it from the three one three seven six six. Peace and welcome to No Legends Radio. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Black Power. What's going on? Hold on. That's right. That's it's right. A shootout whenever the guard shows. That's right. Up. That's really? right. Bust <laughs> it on one more time. <laughs> What's going on? Well, That's now, right. We got we got we got drones lined up and we got warplanes lined up. We got waiting. Ah. So, um, first and foremost, brother, salute. Welcome back to KTL. You already know. Whenever you come to right. the program, it's a certified classic. It's always a pleasure to um, receive the information, the message, That's what's up. the energy that you bring to these platforms. So first and foremost, I want to say salute. You know what I mean? It's been a minute since we heard from you. So um, let the family know what's going on with uh, with the general. Oh, man, thanks for having me, brother. It's always a pleasure, man. Just, man, the year didn't took off. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's, it's it was moving, it's moving and grooving. You know what I'm saying? January just like boom, you know. So you know right. that's already showing me what the the rest of the year gonna be like. You know, so I mean we're already scheduled to go into about seven cities already. You know, so okay. we're gonna be doing. We just we we just gonna be updating. And, and motivating and elevating, you know, in all aspects, you know, economics, technology, you know, politics, yeah. making moves. We just, we just seeing bigger things, you know, we getting bigger. We as, feel like bosses and we feel like doing bigger things for real. As we should, good brother. You know, um, I was on the phone earlier with uh, our brothers out there in Tacoma Okay, knowledge right. uh, born Allah, Brick the Foundation, YG Priest. You know those are the comrades right there. I caught a I caught a segment when you were on the show, and um, you know when you got off the show, we were chopping it up, and I was just sharing with them that uh, you know the brother, the brother's been in this in this movement for a very long time. A lot of blood, sweat, and tears have been put into this movement, into the work. Uh, I'm not on the road as much as you, but I know how challenging and I know how um, exhilarating it could be at the same time. You dig what I'm saying? Right, right. We're with, yeah, we, we got to deal with a level of um, measurement at this point, and we have to be able to look at ourselves in 2007 and 2008 and then look at ourselves in 2016 and be able to measure a level of growth and a level of, um, you know, a level of uh, achievement. Now, one of the things that really makes me know that this is more than just us talking on the phones or doing videos and, you know, jawjacking like a lot of people out there be doing. The reason why I know this is solidified spiritual work is when I look around the community now and I see the lights that have been turned on, the amount of people who are now awake. And when I talk to these people and I'm like, yo, who woke you up? Your name comes up a lot. You dig what I'm saying? You know, everybody I'm glad got I'm glad, that, I'm glad this worked for what no for nothing shit. <laughs> nah, nah. I'm here to let you know that 
me and you had a conversation many, many moons ago, and, you know, you spoke about your, your, you know, you spoke about the fact that you were doing this for the youth, that you, you know, that you were determined to turn on the lights but, uh, to the I youth because the youth were the ones blue. Like hold on, hold on a minute. That blue that is a rule of the or a rule of the one man thing. No, that ain't me. That's yeah, that was my brother's <laughs> phone. My brother over there at the polite uh, weigh-in right now with Sarnetta. But oh, okay. Um, yeah, me and you chopped it up, and you expressed the fact that you were doing this with the ultimate goal to turn on the lights of the youth, the youth that are in the streets, the youth that are in the streets that are losing their lives on a daily basis, both to, you know, the drug game, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I mean, we could come up with a whole laundry list of shit that they, the traps that they have for our people out there. So what I'm right. saying is fast forward to 2016, the last time we all got together in Harlem, I'm sure I don't have to tell you, you saw the explosion of the youth. This shit was like daycare. There was so many young people around. That's you right. Know? And they got fire in their eyes. Their lights are on. You know what I mean? They got a spirit on them. And it's a beautiful thing to see because when we see our youth wake up, you know what I mean? When we see the babies waking up, then we know that if anything were to ever happen to us where we had to sit down or slow down or whatever, we know that we planted seeds, and these, these, these youth are going to carry this shit where it needs to go. So I know you've been touring all around the world and everything. You've been all of, you know, all of the states and whatnot. Talk to the family. Talk to us about the youth, man. Talk to us about that youthful energy that's rising up, you know what I'm saying, amongst our people. Yeah, well, you know, uh, you know, just like you said, good brother, uh, you, you you really don't know when the seeds is gonna sprout. You know what I'm saying? You just do the work. And so, yeah. you know, every year and every year you start to see that the the numbers are getting younger and younger and younger, even on YouTube. You know, when I look at the analytical shit, you know, in some of the countries, man, even overseas, you know what I'm saying, they be the younger brackets and shit, you know, that fuck with the God. You know, I got a nice analytical, you know, across the board. So, you know what I'm saying? So that shows us that, you know, they looking. And not only are they looking, they are applying. And then, you know, just like you, you know, even when you hear preach talk, shit, preach been under me for 10 years, man. I didn't talk niggas. You know what I'm saying? Some of these brothers and sisters have been under me for years now. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, coming okay. in at 17, and so now, you know, I got, I mean, basically, man, I got students in the 30s, students in the 20s, and students in, in you know, where, you know, the guys 30 bringing in the girl. I mean, the, the guys 20 and 10, and, you know, the guys that's 20 bringing in younger cats in the teens and whatnot. And so what's happening is they reaching back. You know, and they 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 peeping the young cat, and so because mm-hmm. they, you know, the cats that is reaching back, they hip niggas. You know, they ain't just no, you know, no little piece squeeze. They hip niggas, and so the other cat is is liking that and shit. They want to be down, 
You know what I'm saying? And not only do they want to be down, they see the relevance in it. They see the power in it. You know, that other generations, you know, they were scared to reach for. You know, they they chose integration. And so these babies already know, you know, they, they want all the glamour. They, all, they want all the jewels. They want all the mansions and cars. They want all the women. They know they can't ob- obtain that without some form of capital. But at the same time, they're not willing to sell their peoples out to do it. They're willing to take a righteous route. And, exactly. you know, they're willing to learn some skills. They're willing, and they ain't ready to just be, you know, they're re- ready to be technological masters. They're ready to de- do movies. They're ready to do videos. They ain't ready to go. And But we do need our family to go into these fields. But the shit we dominating in right now that they want to do, you see, which is music, which is videos, which is, you know, the the hip-hop, educational field we in, the, you know, African yes. rep, that's what they want to do. You see what yes. I'm saying? And so they see uh, what us, you know, popularizing it, you know what I'm saying? They see a market in it. You know what I'm yes. saying? They they see a, they was always thinking of something that they could do outside of the, the street shit. And now they can see that revolution and liberation and it is marketable for our people if we if we about you know using this for the upliftment of of the race we can we could take okay we could take all of those talents and use them as resources because that's what we can put our hands on right now you know right we can, now. we can think about land resources and all that shit niggas got to obtain that shit you know what i'm saying and so that's some more time that a nigga gotta wait, you know, and I understand it. I'm and I'm, I'm gonna have that too. But when you you have to get these cats on something that they use, they wanna do, you know, it's easier for them. You know, you ain't gotta fight them to do the shit. You know what I'm saying? That's what they wanna do. That's what we wanted to do when we when we came with the hip hop shit. You know, our parents didn't support us. You know, they didn't support us because they they would have got a piece of that goddamn pie. You know what I'm saying? They could have been the elders that we needed to control the mechanism of hip-hop and check them vulturistic-ass crackers that was taking their sons who was making these crackers um, hundreds of millions and billions of dollars, giving them crumbs. We would have had our elders observing that. But they were, you know, through that Willie Lynch shit, they was too busy talking about the shit was going to last 10 years. It wasn't going to last. Whoop-de-woo. It wasn't real music. I remember the shit. You know, and I remember what the old heads used to say. So, you know, we slipped the ball in there. So in this future, we got to see the vision of the children. You know, we, we got to see their vision. We got to, you know, we got to guide them, but we got to see their vision. And when it comes, and it, it's all powerful, you know, we got to support them and ride the way right along with everybody else, man. And we had, we can't miss the opportunity, you know what I'm saying, to control the talents of our children. Because that's really what the future is based on, the talents of African children. Because we, cult- we socially control the United States. Whether we control it economically or, or militarily, 
that, that you know, we don't have that type of control. But socially, how niggas dress, how niggas talk, how niggas walk, how niggas do anything, how niggas put rims on cars, how niggas do this, how do, it is black people that dictate that. You see, so that right there is our biggest resource. And so the children see it. They see a market. They they don't. They're not going to work for white people. Their dreams is too big for that. You're not going to get your shit. The dreams I got too big to work for white people. I never get it. Nigga, I'll be working for crackers, four, five jobs, dead in the bed. You see what I'm saying? You ain't going to get it like that. You see? You ain't going to get said, it like um, that. I was one of, one of the... Um, I'm so glad we're having this conversation here because it's almost like a continuation of the STEAMS conference. You know, um, right. I came when I, when I did the conscious industry and I was saying that, you know, oftentimes people identify themselves when you're like, yo, um, you know, like, who are you or what do you do? People make the error and identify themselves with their occupation. You know what I mean? Right. And they're like, you know, I'm a doctor, I'm a lawyer, maybe like I'm a construction worker and things of that nature. But I say to them, so are you, are you, do you, do you feel like with the occupation that you're identifying yourself with, this is what's going to make you rich. This is what's going to leave a legacy, not only for you, but for your children. Can your child or your daughter, your son come behind you once you leave this planet and become a doctor just like you? Can they pick up your practice and just walk right into it? And it's right. like, nah, not really. They got to go to school and all kind of, they got to they gotta qualify, and then a white man will have to hire them most of the time to say that, yo, you're a doctor. He got to give you permission with a piece of paper to say that this is what it is. So they're solidifying your existence or what you say is your purpose to be here because people are identifying their job with their purpose. Like, so my, my theory is the talents and the skills that we come to this planet with, the stuff that's innate, that's inside of you, that's the shit that's going to leave a legacy behind. That's what gets you rich. Like if I'm a rapper, it was the talent that I had in writing and poetry, being able to create songs in my head. That's the shit that made me a multimillion or billionaire. It's not the fact that, you know, I was working some nine to five. And no, no offense to the family out there to do that. I'm not taking shots at anybody who's providing for their family. What I'm speaking about is what this brother's talking about, tapping into talent, tapping into the skill set, tapping in, identifying that in your children and bringing that out, not snuffing that out or not trying to suppress that and telling them, yo, you need to go ahead and be a good employee for this European. Because that's not the era that we live in. We live in the era of the entrepreneur. We live in this new digital age where you could create any kind of reality that you want, but that shit will come that's from right. within. You know, that's my school, right. yeah, trade school, school colleges, these may refine what it is that we may do or what we have inside of us, but ultimately it always starts from within. So this is about looking within. If you birthed a child, you should be able to identify like, oh, this child is excelling and this this is the talent of my son or my daughter. I'm going to support that. You know, that's right. So yeah, that's that's yeah. It's it's about these babies, man. It's definitely. Well, you know what? You know, uh, uh, you know, time 
shit. You know, time is always on the side of the young, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, that's reality. Though the old hold the wisdom, they must right. deliver it to the young. That's it. That's their mission, to deliver that information because they coming. And they got to hand that ball off. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, hold, you know, get up there, get that line tight. You know what I'm saying? So we can move this ball up the field. You know what I'm saying? Weak line. Niggas getting put. We ain't got no line. Motherfucker rushing right on in on the nigga. You know, that's for real. That shit is an art. And in it is a lot of strategy which can be used in everyday life. You know, even watching these goddamn sports. You know, I ask myself the question. I ask my queen this morning. I say, look. Is it wrong for black people to uh, root for all black teams such as Carolina Panthers? Yet and still, you know, the white boy come out just like we seen, and we'll identify with the Panthers. We'll say, okay, uh, you know, that's the black team. But goddamn, yeah. man, at the end of the day, when they won, who the motherfuckers went up there to give away the motherfucking award and to receive the award? The white boy. So, so mm-hmm. my question is, are we? Is that really an undercover cracker worship move? Because ultimately, that nigga in the NFL, no matter how much we say that's a black team, that nigga in that team is just as much owned by the NFL, the corporation of the NFL, as any other white, Black. Asian or other player in the NFL. They can't make no political, you know, uh, uh, statements. They can't do – they have to follow the the, the uh, official, you know, statement from the NFL, whether – and they might not make none. So, you know, that, so that keeps them niggas somewhat zombies. So that includes them. That's my yeah. question. How do you – how do you see – these, this, you know, yourself room for a black team, you see what I'm saying? When you know goddamn well, this motherfucker coming out like slave master. You understand what I'm saying? Like on Django or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Where he didn't got all his buck niggas out here, you know? He gonna get the statue. He gonna get the majority of the paper. He gonna, I mean, so how do people feel that they... They, you know, and, and then they say, well, here are the Patriots. And so it's the Panthers versus the Patriots. It don't make no motherfucking difference. It don't make no mm-hmm. motherfucking difference. The ones on the Carolina Panthers, every goddamn player is just as equally owned by, like, any motherfucking player on any other team, white, black, Asian, or whatever. So just because you see a group of niggas together, that's that cracker who came out there that only Carolina the Panthers. That's his monkeys. I don't give a fuck whether nigga likes it or not. Okay? And and that goes back into what I was saying when we did the, the, the lecture about conscious industry. The fact that now, based on the work that has been done, we are at a point in time where we have the opportunity to be in control of industries with an S on the end, not just That's one right. industry such as writing books and things of that nature. No, we have 
control of we could control black media, our own media. We could control the film industry. We could demand we could control a sports league if we wanted to. Like what's fucking with the fact that we could create uh different teams of brothers and sisters that are eating a certain kind of alkaline diet or they're following a certain kind of dietary plan and they're taking a certain amount of herbs that some of these geniuses, these scientists that we have inside of our community that are providing them, you know how they got the sad uh, uh, standard American diet. We create our own mm-hmm. diet and then we create our own sports league. So we don't deal, and and, and you'll see the you'll see the difference in those players versus the players in those other leagues that are eating like fucking garbage. So we have the ability now to identify and then consolidate because inside of the conscious community, I always say this: people get in front of these crowds where there's hundreds of people in the audience, and I'm like, yo, your community and your your answers showed up. Your answers were in the fucking audience. Those were your doctors. Those were your lawyers. Those were your animators. Those were. Remember, we was in Detroit, and I brought you and I showed you homeboy that made a fucking uh, toy. Yeah. When we was looking at mm-hmm. the artwork, and the brother was in the back, he made a Jay Dilla toy. That's right. Sometimes That's we would right. have never known that inside of that audience was such talented, gifted, and uh, 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 worthy brothers and sisters who want to come together, they don't want to work for the cracker no more. They don't want to be a part of the brain drain. They don't want to They don't want to shake a cup and wait for this cracker to throw pennies because that's what he's doing. If you sign to a fucking major record deal, you're selling a $20 album and you get five cents. I saw the Tony Braxton movie. God damn. Like, we can't damn. do that anymore. You know, no, so here it is. You got a you got an artist like Brick the Foundation, one of the illest conscious. I've been waiting for an artist like that for all my life. A brother That's who right. knows how to merge the, the 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 hood sound with the conscious shit effortlessly. You not you know you don't feel like that you're at a Roots concert. No offense to the Roots, I like them, but I'm saying that they represent a certain kind of. Uh, energy with their music. This brother's right. representing more of an energy than our brothers that are in the streets and our brothers who are in the clubs and our brothers who like to turn up. We like, yo, I fucks with that. I identify that. Now, oh, yeah, break ill, man. Break ill, for real. He, um, King Chibiallo is ill. Brick ill. Now, Ruby, it's a lot of them. What I'm saying is this, brother um, Seti, that think about it. Like, that brother's affiliated with you, right? And, you know, let's say that we said, you know what, we're going to just do our own music industry now. We got the artists. Now Now we don't got to look for the artists. All of those intros that Sinetta got on Sinetta TV with all of those talented brothers and sisters, we just going to form our own label, right? Fuck the cracker. Right. We, don't need to, we don't even want to never sit with them because now you're in a digital age where you could easily cut out the middleman because distribution could just be coming from either uh, email or you could press that shit up on the block. And then when they sell oh, yeah. a $10, $20 album, instead of receiving 30 cents, now our brothers are receiving $8 or $7 and the rest of the money go to the label. That's a fucking win-win. Like you were saying earlier, that's in front of us right now. That's the things that we can do and we get a pledge from our people. There's millions of people following the consciousness. Yo, uh, King Diallo album is going to drop on Tuesday. Into the next Tuesday, Brick the Foundation album is going to drop. 
I need 100,000 of us to buy that shit for $10 right now. That way we make sure. a, we make a we make a we make a fucking we make a, a, a statement to the industry, you know, or the charts or whatever wherever they be counting record sales that we're independent and we here to stay. That's a new business model. That's a win win. You providing jobs. You got a brother that you got an example of success in the community. The wealth becomes disseminated. Like these are the certain things that we need to really begin to identify and move on that shit immediately because the answers are right there. You know? Well, you know what? It's already happening. It's happening. It's happening. Yeah. On, it's, it, it, you know, it, it's gonna, we're going to see a lot of shit in the next two years, man. For real. Next two, three years, nigga, you're going to see. I'm talking about each year consecutive. It's going to be some explosive shit. So we're in the times of great surprises right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're just going to see shit that's going to shock you. That's how hip-hop did. That shit was like, boom. Like, nigga, what, what, what is this? You know what well, I'm it saying? Was, it's going to be like out of no goddamn where. You're going to be like, goddamn, what the fuck is that? You know what I'm saying? That's how it's going to be. And as soon as they hear it, nigga, it's going to captivate the masses all over the fucking world. It's going to start with the black stuff. And, you know, the first thing... You know, once they master it and really take it to its ultimate, the world going to follow. So regardless of what the fuck they talk about, you know, in a lot of respects, we still run this bitch. You know what I'm saying? But we are not, we're not getting the benefit from that glory, from that, that talent. And that's where the fuck we lose in that because niggas are still confused about the white man. And as long as niggas are still confused about the white man, they're going to keep leaving the the door open for the dilemmas to continuously happen. You know what I'm saying? And so once you you step away from the beast, when you step away from it and you identify and you understand what what he about and anything, he just like the motherfucking... You know, a little red riding hood, motherfucking wolf dressed up his grandma, offering you a pie or anything. You know, that's how he is. He uh, he tell you in his mentality, so you don't accept nothing from him. You keep, you take all that shit. Your 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 thinking, your your morals, your your more not more your mores and customs, which they do have. They are wicked in essence, but they do have it. And so many of these niggas who have been trained by the white man, they have to accept him because he's the man that ultimately stamped the motherfucking shit that they that gives them a claim, that gives them prestige, which is which is the degree. So they forced the backing. They forced the backing in the essence. So in essence, if you're working for the bees, if you long as you're working for him. You are going to make an excuse on why we should fuck with him, this, that, and the third. You're going to do it. So you can have an excuse, even though you know it's not a valid excuse at all. Because after a while, you can hear each generation continue to espouse the same motherfucking excuses. You see what I'm saying? Some people say, oh, we're going to work for the white man, whoop-de-whoop, until we get, well, bitch, how many generations you think niggas been said it? 
you think you're the first generation, then said it, but you're not. And when you see that six and seven and eight generations have already said it, you say, well, goddamn, how long do, when is the due date? When is the time up for that strategy? It's not an endless strategy. If you work for white people and you say you're working for white people so you can build your stacks up, this, that, you do your own thing, when is you going to do that? Because that excuse have already been given seven, eight goddamn generations before you. And somebody should have told you that you're historically repeating a, a, a dilemma over and over, just like the man Atlas in Greek mythology. And motherfucker had to put, no, that's the one that had uh, the earth on his back. But the other one was a king that was forced to push the ball to the top of the mountain. And as soon as he get the motherfucker to the top, it rolls right back down. So he forced to push the fucking rock up to for eternity. So you, 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 you like the civil rights, you, you fight that, and then you get to, you think you're getting it all the way to the top, and boom, that bitch fall back down. You know, we had Marcus Garvey going. We push it to the top. They chop our head, boom, and fall all the way back down. Then you got Malcolm in that era. You had the revolutionary movement, revolutionary wars in Africa during the 50s and 60s. And shit, we would look like we was doing something, get the ball to the top, boom, bitch fall right back. So we constantly repeating over and over, always starting at zero. Every time we get some fucking momentum, here comes something, either a leader is killed, Tulsa, Oklahoma is bombed, you know, whatever they have to do to keep niggas under oppression so that they cannot achieve to their maximum ability, starve them, keep hardly no jobs out there, keep them impoverished, and in that state you're going to create all type of chaotic niggas that will do anything any fucking thing to get a crumb. That's the white man. He controls the motherfucking economy. I mean, I mean, that's just serious. He controls the motherfucking economy. He controls it from front to motherfucking back. Not no halfway. Not no dispersent. He, so with him controlling the whole of the economy, he's going to dictate. And that's why we have to understand that slavery was devastating beyond belief. And any weak-ass nigga out there talking about they don't want reparations, whether we get it or not, is not the motherfucker. We have to understand the predicament we are in is because not only did they work our foremothers and forefathers for 400 years, they stagnated us through terrorism while they monopolized all the national industry. So now, though you can get a million dollars, you can get a hundred million dollars. You can get like Dre and get a, a almost a billion dollars if he got it. I don't care if he got it. But when Dre woman got go buy a car, who he, who he got to go buy it from? He got to go buy it from Bugatti, Lambo, with a peck of wood. He don't have no resources, even even with all his money. If he wants the mansion. Big as he, he can pay for it, but he's going to have to go to the peck of wood to get it built. 
Nine times mm. out of ten, nine point nine times out of ten, because I don't know uh, too many major uh, uh, companies, national companies, owned by blacks, which I understand it probably is some, but I don't see blacks benefiting from housing, building housing. I don't see it. If they is, they building them for crackers. You see, so they monopolize all of the national national industries. So just getting a motherfucking million dollars don't mean shit when they control all of the machinery, all of the production, all of the motherfucking manufacturing of everything a nigga need in his life from a from a tooth fucking brush. Okay, so when motherfucking Dre want to go buy a toothbrush, where the fuck he go to Walmart? He go to Walgreens. He go to CVS. So even that nigga is at the mercy of going to the white man that controls our industry. It's only three national fucking uh, television stations on regular TV, NBC, ABC, CBS. They locked it at three. Okay, well, who locked it? The the board of uh, of media, whatever, FFDA, whatever, the federal broadcasting, whatever, who own the radio waves and TV waves. So even if a nigga got money and he want to start, how do we hook his shit up? How do we get on TV? He got to go to somebody. You just don't go down and fill out an application to get on goddamn TV. Nigga, you got to see somebody to get on national TV like that. So when a rich nigga got money, who so they monopolize electricity. How many goddamn electricity companies? They say you can only have so many. Okay, now what about uh even um you know the the cell phone? You think all of these motherfuckers is these all these motherfuckers is running either with AT and T or maybe another one or two major uh cell phone networks? They written T-Mobile. T-Mobile and shit like they written. You see what I'm saying? They been monopolized. So really, all of these different, what you think is cell phone, majority of them motherfuckers are owned by one parent company. Let's be real about this shit. Okay? So that's what they done through slavery. So it's not just they worked this 400 years for free. They terrorized us to the point that we didn't, we didn't want to excel. Shit, we wanted to, if we could get in our little place and stay in and keep these motherfuckers from trying to lynch us, we didn't want the number one spot. Because we knew that if we tried to get the number one spot, that crackers was going to try to kill our motherfucking ass. And so that stagnated us because we always accepted the number two, and we wasn't even second-class citizens. We was worse than, when nigga, we was nothing. You see what I'm saying? And so when you're not bowing to to be number one and you said you undermining all type of achievement because you got a low level of achievement from the jump, you're never going to try to be number one. You're going to actually invent some shit, and that's another thing what they did. Because the slaves were owned by the cracker. Anything that he created, the cracker took the motherfucking credit for it. So you have inventions by blacks, such as the motherfucking traffic light. Okay, who created the traffic light? Was it Benjamin Bonica? Pill. 
Pardon me, my my line had dropped. I'm calling back. I just had to call back. Oh in. yeah. But yeah, well, that man. don't mean nothing. Nigga, we still pound. I nigga, know I was pounding in the afterlife. <laughs> I was pounding in the afterlife, nigga. <laughs> but anyway, so, I don't know. Don't, don't let me back up off these goddamn crackers. Let me get back on. Go, go in. Yeah, go in. So I can make this connection. You see? Please, so man. not only did they work us for 400 years without any pay, took 100% profit of anything that was harvested, manufactured and produced so nationally overseas, they took inventions from our foremothers and forefathers, which they parlayed into international industries and receiving all benefits from it today. Simple shit, such as the traffic light. Who who created the traffic light? Was it Benjamin? No, it was one. It was one brother. Okay, yeah, I don't know which one. I don't. I don't know. Not been. Uh, it wasn't Benjamin Banneker. It wasn't was it Benjamin. Benjamin it might have been. I don't know. Okay. I'm gonna get it, but it was a brother. Okay, that invented that traffic light, and now you see that traffic light in every That'd major city in the world. Okay, how much? of that industry that these motherfuckers then took to build a civilization. We don't look at that. How much we didn't add it to this. We, we feel like we ain't done shit. And in reality, so they worked us 400 years with no pay. They stagnated us. And when they stagnated us through terrorism, they monopolized all of the industries and then put a, uh, uh, Boards over these industries that put all the laws in to keep it locked for white people down there forever, where you can't even get in. You know, they can say you only can have so many national railroads, so many, you know, so many national this, so many national, they got, they got, uh, you know, how many, you know, they, they set the number. See? And so when they say it's only could be three on the on TV and so on and so forth, how do you break that monopoly? How do you break it? So we don't have no opportunity, really, to have any influence in manufacturing. Damn, man, they out here scrapping, dog. A word? Oh, man, I think it's fine. Oh man, I just seen some shit. They, they, my, that nigga must have been us. Let me watch these crackers. Uh huh. Let me watch these crackers. Let me watch these crackers. Because they trying to yeah, ride yeah. on this nigga. He, yeah, he making yeah, moves yeah. on their ass, though. He making moves on them, though. He making mm-hmm. moves. He done left their ass. That's right. Okay. He didn't put the work on their ass. He didn't put that work on their ass. Put it in, huh? He came. I'm, I was sitting in front of Walmart and shit. You know, I'm a queen in there shopping while I'm doing it. And I seen a nigga uh-huh. run straight out the goddamn Walmart, and one of the the white guards was chasing. And that nigga put that work on that nigga, that cracker. <laughs> that motherfucker was running out of there like Carl Lewis. <laughs> I was I was trying to watch, just see they don't they don't try to put the rush down on the black man, you know. Exactly. But he put that work. Yeah. Okay. Let me make sure he probably he probably liberated some shit. 
All right. Look, the same the same time the same time you were talking about the robber barons and the fact that them motherfuckers stole everything from us, then you got a nigga running by the Walmart like, no nigga, we stealing it back. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, nigga. Yeah, he's liberating how, shit, nigga. That's liberating. Yeah, that's how ancestors were. He's liberating that cotton. You know. Yeah. So, and that's where you know, and that's why when you start talking about and you, that one fact, four hundred years no pay, uh, technology and inventions that was stolen yet parlayed into billion trillion dollar international industry. You see, uh, uh, and then this is another thing. Let me show you how devastating this is. And I'm so sick of niggas talking about like they can, after 400 years, they set a nigga free, and then all of a sudden, it's all good. Check this out. Now, you're talking about in 100 years. Say yeah. every 20 years, a man have a, and his son have a son. Just say every 20 yeah. years. So my dad is 40. You know, uh, you know. Uh, say for instance, you twenty, I have a son. Then by the time I turn forty, have a grandson. By the time I turn sixty, have a great grandson. So you're saying every twenty, and so in a hundred years, if you did that, you have five generations, okay? Yeah. And say each from each son to from each father to son, say he has a craft, say he has a business, and say. Each generation, the son uh, expands the business 10%, okay? Yes. So if each generation does that and be and proficient in their craft, in 100 years, you can expand that craft in technology and so, what, 50% or something like that. You know what I'm yes. saying? Then when it started from the father. So, say, for instance, like the Rothschilds, you see, you had the first, the father, who sent his five sons across Mm -hmm. the capitals of Europe, Vienna, uh, 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 Paris, London, I think Mm -hmm. a couple of them went, you know, Vienna, and so on and so forth. And so, whatever he originally started with, they, uh, in that, within just that generation, they took through the roof. I, I mean, I'm just using 10%. I don't know. But what I'm showing people is through generational development, you're going to develop your craft each generation. I don't. I ain't going to put a specific percent. So over 100 years, say, for instance, you develop your craft, your business, 50%. You do it in another 100 years, what you did in the first 100 years, you have 100% expansion. You do yeah. it again, you got 150%. That's 300 years. So, you know, you got 150% expansion. 400 years, you got 200% expansion, okay? You know, and, and go on and on and on. So each generation, so if you get the man at the, say, for instance, you got a thousand-year run, a thousand-year run, that man. man got all of that development from all of his predecessors to make him who he is today. If you cut that one man at the end of that thousand, you destroyed the whole motherfucking system. That one mm. man, it's even though he uh, possesses all of that expansion from his previous forefathers, it's solely in his hands. 
or those few brothers or that brotherhood that holds that crack. If you take them, if you sever them right then and there, you kill all 1,000 years and all yeah, of that development that in it, and no one generation can catch up with that much uh. loss. Do you understand me? No mm-hmm. one got them. So letting a motherfucker free say, and I hear dumb motherfuckers saying, oh, I don't want nothing from bitch-ass niggas. Shut the fuck up. If a nigga borrow five cents from your bitch-ass, you will blow his motherfucking phone up every motherfucking day till you get that fucking five cents. So you going to tell me you don't want motherfucking reparations. Your bitch-ass didn't get out there and swing nothing. It was our ancestors that worked for sun up to sun motherfucking down. And if you ask them what they had wanted to be paid for the shit that they was doing, even though they was in slavery, if you asked them and they didn't have, if they weren't going to give them freedom and they could get paper and money, do you think they would have said, no, you dumbass motherfucker? They would have wanted it. If a nigga borrowed $5 from a motherfucker right now, he want it. Okay, so why the fuck would you say after 400 years a nigga beating your ass, killing you, and you working for this motherfucker, getting no money off of it? You mean to tell me you don't want that? That's that. That's that fear of the cracker in these niggas. And and, and I'm gonna tell you, if you're talking about an economic plan, and you're not discussing those factors of what you lost. Where you at and how motherfuckers is passing you by and niggas is coming with pussy-ass economic plans that ain't going to do nothing for no motherfucking body. And I'm going to end it with this. I'm going to end it with this. I'm going to end it with this, dog. I'm going to end it with this because I'm going to go in here with my queen. I'm going to tell y'all when I go to Brooklyn, when I come to Brooklyn, I'm going to be on motherfucking fire. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a show nigga that I'm at, I'm at the top of my game. My teaching, my politics, my history, my geography, my lingo, my swag, the truth, the facts, nigga, I got it all. And I got this shit wrapped up, nigga, in the hardest package a nigga got on the planet. So Brooklyn, uh, January 31st, Nicholas, Brooklyn, I think it's going to jump off, going to be 5 p.m., have your ass in the place, cause it's gonna. Yeah. Hey, you. This is a shit that you just ain't gonna want to miss. If you gonna take your time, and I hear me out. This ain't a. Uh, if you gonna take your time to go to a lesson and hear a teacher that can bring the the power of the ancestor, nigga, come see General Seti, cause I come with no uh, unapologetically, no cut. Okay, I don't put no cut on my shit. Okay, I don't. I don't give a fuck. It's, um, I'm, I don't give a fuck about what nobody thinks. You understand what I'm saying? I know what I'm doing is the right thing, and I'm gonna continue to do it. And as long as the babies is out there and the sisters out there, the revolution is fulfilling the dream of the ass, and I can see it. I'm gonna continue to do this hard work. I don't give a fuck who don't like it. I'm not trying to be everybody's friend. I don't want to be everybody's friend. I want to eradicate the field for the babies. 
all the weak shit and all the, I want to, I want to give them a blueprint so motherfucking cold that they just can't lose. And so I, mm. you know, I, I see them, I see them coming. Let them, I'm just letting them know that you got your general out there on your side, 100%. I'm no flake, no cut. Nigga gonna go in the trench trench with you and lead the motherfucking way. I don't give a fuck. I'll lead it all the way to the motherfucking end with you. You never see me turn back. I'm gonna be shoulder to shoulder with you all the motherfucking way. I'm in the trench right now. I don't know no other motherfucker that go to the hood that I go to. Okay, I'm just gonna be real. I'm a different kind of leader. I'm a real field general. Okay? I done been in more motherfucking community than most niggas could imagine. I couldn't even sit down and tell niggas how many cities I've been to and how many times I've been to them and where I went when I got to them. Because most motherfuckers couldn't fathom going to the motherfucking spots I've been to to teach brothers, and they there. That's where the real revolutionaries is at. Is in the motherfucking streets because if hear me out, I'm gonna get the fuck off this phone. I don't give a fuck if you how many books you didn't read. I don't give a fuck how many teens you know in the metal nether. If you don't, hold he bitch, you ain't a revolutionary. Do you hear what I touch? If you cannot hold heat, if you cannot bust heat, you are not a revolutionary. Okay. So, hey, you got about yes, sir. ten callers, man. You got you got hands up, man. I give me I two. I, I wanna... take two. I take All two. Right, a, I I gotta give, give you me, at least two, man. <laughs> give me two, three. All right, hold on. Let's go right to Detroit. Calling from the three one three six five nine. Peace. Welcome to Know the Ledge. What up, though? Black Power Steady in the building. Black, what's happening, Black Power? Hey, I've, I've been listening to you ever since I knew about you. I didn't know nothing about how many people or, or I didn't know nothing about the movement. I just knew that I felt something in my heart wasn't right. So somebody told me about Steady, and I'm telling you, I don't mean of like putting nobody on no high place like you know i don't know how to even say it but i want to say thank you i met you in person took a few pictures it was a beautiful thing so now i'm i'm reading more and i'm learning more so that's right thing is as a woman people as a woman in dealing with the black community i mean with the conscious community because i came to the conference and stuff and i wanted to really like dig in and, and you know what i'm saying and be embraced as a, 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 a as an African woman who has nurtured all of humanity. And I just think, you know, these different brothers or whatever, they just want to squeeze your hand and they want you to do a little spin for them. So I want you to tell me, how, how do I get my brothers to, because they're saying that they're listening, but they're not, they're not taking it from me as a woman. That's my issue. Like, they're not. It's like they only want it from a from a hard leg. It got to be from some more dick, like ego stroking. And I just want to know, as a woman, you got uh, a queen, and you got and and you got and you got daughters and stuff. And I know that they got brain capacity. They smart, right? Because they've been living with you. So I mean, I 
how do you see men dealing with um, the women when they come with intelligence? You know what I'm saying? Well, you know what? I, you know what? You know, niggas put on all type of uniforms. And just because a motherfucker say he conscious, he still, I mean, he's just like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, you see certain, you know, like Ash Rockwaysy, Mary Rockwaysy, been, you know, married for uh, over almost close to 40 years. You know, but that's rare. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, they, niggas going to have to conquer that part. Cause they're going, they turning into liars. You know, if the black woman is God, you should see niggas really embracing this black woman. You should see niggas killing for her. And you hear that motherfucker touching on the black woman, touching on these babies. You should see niggas get touched in a real serious way. And so you don't see that. And, you know, and I'm not being far-fetched because any other motherfucking race, if you do that shit, they respond that way. They kill your ass. You fuck with them Jew women. They kill your ass, even though they beat the shit out of them and, and disrespect the shit out of them themselves. They never let outside men disrespect their women. Even the white man don't do that. He's not going to let you disrespect the white woman in front of him. He's going to lock your motherfucking ass up, especially if she cry anything type of rape or any. He heard me. He hit me. Nigga, your ass going to do time. You know what I'm Back. saying? So until niggas is ready to step up like that, and they they coming, you know. It's just that, you know, you 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 be waking up and you think that your generation really it's not going to be our generation per se. It's going to be the generation that's right there, right behind us. They right there. They seventeen, eighteen. So what you know, that's just the way it is. We ain't gonna all be able to have that beautiful relationship, and that don't mean don't keep striving for the relationship, but it's about liberation, man. If it ain't nobody there, you got babies, you got to keep moving for the baby. You're going to see the man in your travels. You'll see him. You see what I'm saying? It ain't always you look and stop and look. You just keep moving, progressing, and when you're moving, you're going to see that man for you. It might not be the nigga right there in front of you. You know, and Teddy, I don't mean, I don't mean, and like, cause I'm, I'm married, and you know, and I, I'm married, and but I'm talking about like, just, you know, just like in general, studying, and I want to be in the part of the conversation. I have men turn their backs to me when I'm talking. You know, like, you know, just like not accepting well, it. That's, me, that, that's that male show. That's well, that's 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 the Caucasian culture shit. You know, that's that patriarchal shit. You read it even in the Bible. If you read in the Bible, it's safe. In, New, in the New Testament, woman, she don't open her mouth in church. She got anything she want to ask her husband, ask him when, he, when, when she get home. That's exactly what the fuck you say. So, I mean, that's the way that it's taught. So, when you, they're not used to seeing a woman, you know, intellectually, and really the sisters have been damn there and more intellectual, have more intellectual prowess in the black man for a minute. Whether it's systematic, I don't know. It could be historical, but the sisters, and so a lot of people want to say, well, the white man uh, put them in that predicament. No, they were just cold anyway. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like he took a woman that didn't have shit or whatever. That, that wasn't going to work. She had skills. You understand what I'm saying? So, I mean, all these motherfuckers have been 
you know, you know, when you're in a patriarchal society, you're going to be, you know, you know, when you see a woman rise up you and you, she greater than you, that's what you're going to do in a patriarchal uh, system, you know, because the woman is all, you don't even see the woman in the religion. You know what I'm saying? So you're damn sure and damn well. So they still got that Christian in them. They still got that Muslim in them. They still got the yeah. white man habit. And so they that's that's the element. When niggas start talking that shit, not what they say is what they do. You see what I'm saying? And it's not what they say is what they do. So, you know, hopefully the brothers is going to step up. You know, and, Should you I know, I... Quiet, Should I be quiet and just be like... Because they, no. they make me not be feminine. It's taking away my femininity because you got me hollering and I'm trying to talk and you turn your back No, you yeah, ain't that on it. Well, you know, sisters get just as right. They got much as far as, as men and shit. You know, that segment energy is in the woman, too. So, I mean, the woman is, the, is, is they say if you want to study uh, the art of warfare, they say ain't nothing like an African woman when she fights. Because she'll use any motherfucking thing to fight your ass. She'll bite your ass. She'll scratch your ass. She'll do any motherfucking thing. So, you know, that's in military strategy. That's not just something I'm throwing at. That's what they say even in the white man military strategy. They say, watch the black woman, you know, because she, she vicious on the nigga when she want to be, you know what I'm saying? Shit. Yeah. Nigga had to run for his life. You know what I'm saying? You had to get the fuck out of there. Nigga, you ain't got no win. You know? Shit. So that's what them sisters would do. So, you know, you you know, there's brothers out there respect, but still, as long as we stay in America, it's going to be hard for niggas to change over 100%. They're going to have to leave this peck of wood alone because the peck of wood controls too much of their mind. You know, they have to separate from this beast. You know, they got too many of his ways. They act just like they, the white man is a lot of these niggas' father, okay? He is. The white man is a lot of these niggas' spiritual father, mental father. You see what I'm saying? They studied it. They have become these motherfuckers. So when, you know, what they did is they, you know, they put that, that 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 beautiful image, that pristine image, the great white man, the great thinker, the great inventor, the great this, the great that. And then when they pulled the sheep back and seen him back there fucking a the goat and doing all eating shit and drinking piss, and this is the same motherfucker. Now nah, I'm being real. Okay, we ain't talking about dope fiend Einstein. We're not talking about the dope fiend. Uh, Sigmund Freud. We ain't talking about these dope fiend politicians in office. These are dope fiends. So, yeah. I mean, why are you going to knock me to look like the, the evil drug lord of the street and bitches, all you motherfuckers are dope fiends. Majority uh-huh. of the dope in the goddamn United States is used by white people. Okay? Sure. So, that's it. I want to tell you I love you. My friend on the phone and when I see you, I'm gonna hug you and take a bunch of more pictures with you. My friend, That's right. Sure and ain't number, ain't number love, ain't number hey, love. Say, get the niggas love a love you, love you. Look, get the niggas a chance, but go hard on their ass, embarrass their ass. Just keep pounding, keep pounding. Thank you. All right. Keep pounding on their ass. Don't give them no break. Don't give them no break. They be having, I, 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 I don't be wanting to get beat up, Sadie. You know they be a spin. No, ain't nobody gonna beat you up. 
Ain't nobody gonna beat you up. No, they ain't. No, they ain't. They ain't gonna do shit like that. They know better. They know better. Yeah. All right, I'll let y'all keep up. All right, sister, you be good. All right. Peace. All right. Peace. All right. Let me get you one more caller. We got the two one six four six eight. Peace. Welcome to Know the Ledge. How you doing? All is well. How are you? Hello. Can you hear me? Peace. 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 Yeah. This is Kim. I'm calling from Cleveland. Um, Ohio. I just wanted to call in about um that inventor, my great great grand uncle Garrett A. Morgan. Okay. Yeah, That's I was right. talking to talking to somebody Gary a couple Morgan. weeks ago. Yes, talking about people couple somebody a couple weeks ago about that, like how we just he just gave away everything. Like we function just people back. Well, he didn't know. He probably <laughs> didn't know it was going to be an international. I know, but that's how we function. We function from the heart, you know, too right. much. Not that right. that's a bad thing, but it's finding that balance. And so he he has um, property that was passed down in Oberlin, Ohio, um, that okay. he was looking for his children, grandchildren, I guess, to come and do something with the land. But nobody's doing anything with the land except he has a great, great grandson, no, a great grandson that lives on that property, but like I mean, none of where them. Is he where none is of he the, buried at? Is he buried in Cleveland? No, his land is in Oberlin. I'm not sure exactly where he's buried, but I know his property. I actually went out there a few years ago, um, and um, saw the land. But it's like okay. his family is not doing nothing. They didn't gain anything. I mean, you got right. the traffic light. He invented the gas mask. He's, there's other things he invented, but it's like wow. none of them reaped and the they, benefits. And that's what I'm saying. They, these are, I mean, these are, in the, these are international industry. And yeah. just like, you know, he had inventions. All our people had invented. They stole them right. all the time. right. And it's global. I mean, the traffic light. I mean, do you it's understand the, the, the amount of benefit that they should have, the family should Man, have gotten from that? Gary Morgan people should be multi-billionaires, trillionaires. Yeah, yeah. So be bottom line, you know, yeah. bottom down yeah. line. So if they really care, if they really care about black people, and, and just in that situation in itself, they would have found some way for their family, their heirs, to reap the benefits from that. The traffic well, like that what? everybody every, every, every day are using, gas masks every day, you know, just stuff that's being used. So it's that's really, right. no, if they really cared, then that family would have benefited. And he's only my great-great-granduncle, so... <laughs> Well, you know what? The legacy still continue, but that's another reason why. Again, that is what I mean. And I don't know all the ramifications for every single individual, but I know that white people forced a lot of our people to give a lot of that shit up for free. Yeah, you know and what I'm saying? And I mean, they would even send the clue. They would even send the clan out there to threaten and- people. You know what I'm saying? So they were doing a whole lot of shit to get people out of, even the land. So we seen right. all of that through the movie uh Mouth and Max and stuff. But you know what, I'm gonna tell y'all. I, I'm in this I'm in this store now. I'm gonna have to go tend to my queen. But it was a beautiful show and I love y'all. Thank y'all for inviting me on the show. I thank you for calling in. And I'm mm-hmm. in uh, uh uh Brooklyn, January thirty first. Y'all be in the in the place. Flat out. Because it's gonna be 
an earthquake in Brooklyn. Believe that. All right. All right. So thanks for taking well, me in. Just wanted to pass that uh-huh. on. Thanks. Thank you, sir. Thank I you appreciate so much, that. Paula. D. All right. Love and light. Peace. All right. All right. I got to hit you with your bomb. Ah. Ah. Right. Yeah, I'll see you in Brooklyn, brother. Thank you once That's again right. for coming through and doing what you do, shaking the shit up. Uh, I mean, you already know we got to do this again. We need about three more yes, hours sir. with you. You know, That's right. so we're going to continue right. this conversation. I want to get into Flint. I want to get into uh, some of the young teachers that are out here. You know, I want to talk about. A yeah, few and more you know what? Things. Before we get off, and before we get off, we'll be in Flint uh, February 20th. I'll be in Flint oh, February beautiful. 20th. Oh, yeah. Excellent. So we're we about to mash in up there, and then I'll be in Jackson, Mississippi, February 13th. So Jackson, Mississippi, February 13th, Flint, Michigan, February 20th, and. Hey, I'm I sound like I'm gonna be in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh yeah. February twenty seventh. Uh I got some brothers in yeah. <laughs> I got some brothers in Houston that wanna see you too. Oh yeah. So you see, you know, it's that time. You know, I'm on my I'm on my horse, baby. And I'm riding out. I'm riding out. So, you yeah, know, it's ready. it's that time. So Family, stay in touch, and man, we got a lot of beautiful events coming up. The Black Power is on the rise. No doubt, brother. I'll see you in Brooklyn on Sunday, all right? Salute. Okay, salute. Peace. Peace. All right, callers, I'm going to open up the line for the callers. If you have any more questions, comments, and concerns, let's see. This is uh, Chi-Town, 757. Peace. Welcome to Nova Ledge. Peace. Peace, peace. Peace. What is Brother Pill? Yes, sir. Peace. How are you? Peace. How you doing, brother? All right. All is well, man. So I was just uh, calling in on the show. I came in a little late, so um, I ain't get to catch everything. But, I'm, you know, I caught enough of it, though. You know, how are okay. you? Okay. All is All right. well, man. I can't complain. You know, um, okay. when, we, when we end the show, you can catch it in the archives and whatnot. You know what I mean? The brother was going in for the whole show, so, you know. Yeah, I heard him. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. All right. You going to be able to make it to the event? Are you in the area? I'm in uh, VA, Norfolk. Oh, okay. Beautiful. Well, if you could make yeah, it I'm to New York on Sunday. Yeah, you know, they ain't, they ain't but up the street, so. You already know. The brother be at Nicholas Bookstore on Sunday starting at 5 o'clock. Uh, if you could come, if you come through, y'all be in the building. Just let me know that you're there. All right. Okay, I do that, brother. No doubt. It's a pleasure talking to you. All right, man. All right, man. All right. Salute, Hotel. man. Good night. Hotel. Peace. Peace. All right. All right, fam. So that's what it is. We about to uh, wrap this one up. We're gonna call this one a night. All right. So uh, love and light to all of the family that came through tonight. Check us out on Friday either 9 p.m. or 10 p.m., I'm not too sure. February the 9th, we have Umar, the Dr. Umar Johnson, returning back to Nota Ledge Radio. Uh, yeah, look out for that, okay? That one is going to be epic, all right? So um, thank you for everybody for coming through tonight. Once again, the show is sponsored by kingscounty.bigcartel.com. 
and MyPowerPieces.com. All right? We're going to leave you with some music and uh, just leave you with love and light. Be safe out there. All right? This is the new book of Genesis, Holy Toledo. Rewriting the scriptures of Google supremacy. This is the rise of the Negro. African man, woman, and child. I'm only one third of the trio. Born of the earth, infinite birth. I'm here to empower my people. I'm in a constant state of war. My adversaries want my life. I was told the world is yours. I'm down to mutiny tonight. I'm in a constant state of war. Fitzgerald and Ferrell's apparel, my people in peril. My people in peril. We can't afford errors, it's terror. We marshal our money, we vote with an arrow. Can't negotiate with them, it's always a catch. Larry Fitzgerald, my company comes to your door with a plan. Singing in unison like Richard Carroll. Puff this weed with the Justice League, assemble the black superheroes. I love my city, but niggas be crying. They whine in the glass, no pen off. My mission the same, I fight in a dragon, no time to be swatting mosquitoes. Beware of your ego, get you some money, but bigger, no ego. Google the Genesis, holy Toledo. Rewriting the scriptures of Google supremacy, this is the rise of the Negro. African man, woman and child, I'm only one third of the trio. Born of the earth, infinite birth, I'm here to empower my people. I'm in a constant state of war. My adversaries want my life. I was told the world is yours. I'm down to mutiny tonight. I'm in a constant state of war. You came in this world a winner, the strongest of sperm. We bout to do condoms. Pay dues to exist kids, so when it get real, I'm like Okuna Matata. Got a queen with the kinked up hair and the big derriere. The thing like a sodom. Our energy's quantum. Intergalactic solutions for secular problems. Manufacturing options. Got the rare feel rhymes. This ain't no placebo. This is capitalism. Will it get your money on a low? Richie incognito. Get around like a zero. Follow natural law. Ain't nothing illegal. And my freedom is something I bleed for And I'm on the front line with my people The rule of the Genesis, holy Toledo Rewriting the scriptures of Google supremacy This is the rise of the Negro African man, woman and child I'm only one third of the trio Born of the earth, infinite birth I'm here to empower my people I'm in a constant state of war My adversaries want my life I was told the world is yours I'm down to mutiny tonight. I'm in a constant state of war.